As we are a church driven by the cross, we seek to provide the tools you need to stay the course. So add our Gregory Manual podcast on Apple and Spotify, filled with your favorite Sunday sermons and midweek motivations. Follow our bishop, first lady, and church on all social media platforms to stay connected and to see what's happening. Grady Emmanuel, welcome to Friday Night Bible Study. I am Sister Tiana, and I'll bring you a few announcements. KWVJ's Kids with Voices for Jesus will have rehearsals every Wednesday at 7. Grady Emmanuel and Good Medicine Entertainment present something like the Wiz Christmas Play. Tickets are now on sale at Eventbrite, December 22nd and 23rd. Christmas in the Cathedral will happen December 25th at 1045. Please join us. Now turn it over to our beautiful First Lady. God bless you. I am so excited and indeed happy to um, have this day of Thanksgiving unto our God. And we are thankful and grateful for another opportunity that God has given us and afforded us to come back in his presence. Yes, we are in his presence. We are in his presence. And I want you to make sure that God is in your presence wherever you are in your home, wherever you are. Some of you may be on your job and God bless you. It is always an honor and a pleasure to come before you with the word that God has given us for Bible study. I love Bible study. Y'all like Bible study? I love it. I can't do without it. I think it just helps us through our day, you know, just helps us, period. Just helps us in more ways than one. In so many ways, the word of God is the lamp unto our feet and a light unto our pathway. That's why it's so important. So I thank God for our leaders. Yes, I'm so thankful. I said leaders. Well, that will be me and, um, of course, <laughs> Bishop J. Drew Shear. Come on, y'all. Let's appreciate the man of God. Just put it in. So I want him to see that we are honoring him for the great leader that he is, the man of vision, such a, a man of power. Yes, he is. Listen, how many of you be really been blessed? Just put in the, the comment section. Um, uh, we have a great leader. I love Bishop Shear. Come on, let him see it. I, I want him to just know that we appreciate him. You know, sometimes we give out and give out and give out as leaders. And every now and then we want to know that what God has given us, is it bringing nourishment to you? So put in the comment that the word of God during Bible study, Bishop has been a blessing to you. Go in, he, he's watching y'all, he's watching. Put it in the comments. So yeah, it's every now and then you just have to encourage your leaders, you know, just by being a blessing, just giving him an encouraging word. So thank you for that. And um, I pray that um, as he has given me this assignment to bring forth a word to help you through your day, that it will be a blessing to you, that this word be a blessing to you. So let's go to the word of God. Um, I am indeed excited for what God is doing. So I today, I know the last, um, the last Bible study uh, that we had um, on Wednesday, of course, this is Friday. And you remember what we talked, do y'all remember what it was? 
put it in the comment section. Let me see, let me see, let me see. If you all remember, if you remember that word, did that word take root? What was it? I'm not going to say it until I see them comments. Yeah, I see it, I see it, I see it. Some of y'all got it. That's good. Good, y'all took it in. I'm so happy, I'm so happy to know that that word, hoping, hopefully it has been a blessing to you. We talked about prioritizing prayer. Listen, I hope that you live off of that word and will continuously live off of the word by prioritizing that word. That, that was a blessing to me because, you know, one way that I uh, make sure I prioritize um, my prayer is every day. I make it every day uh, a lifestyle. I get up before my feet hit the floor. That's so important. So now we're going to talk about part two, the principles of prayer, the principles of, let me say, a powerful prayer. Can we go there? The principles of, I, I listen, I am so excited to birth this word out because this word blessed me. I'm telling you because when we get, when we're praying and in the face of God, it's just so amazing to see the results. Listen, y'all don't understand. It's just a whole nother classification of prayer when you get off your knees, even when it looks like, oh, it's not going to come. Listen, how many times have we said he may not come when you want him, but he's what? <laughs> right on time. I know a lot of you all have, still have that testimony and some of you need it right now. So we're going to be in the word to help you get there, to get to that place of knowing the principles of a powerful prayer. So let's go to uh, Acts, the 16th chapter and the 25th verse, 16th chapter and the 25th verse. And we're going to talk about the principles of powerful prayers. But before I go into that, um, I'm reminded of a story. There's a story. Well, it's not a story, but this happened in real life. Let me just say it like that. It happened in real life. I talked to my uh, grandson. My grandson is just, he's just so amazing to me. It's just what God is doing in his life at such a young age is such a blessing. So that's why I got to stay on my knees because um, I know the enemy is watching. And uh, he, I talked to him so many times and let him know you have such a gift that God has put inside of you that your friends do not have. So make sure that the enemy doesn't come in to distract you from what God has for you. So you constantly have to talk that talk to our young people. And I'm just so excited what God is doing. So one day I told him, I said, Jacob, you know what? If you be good, you're going to have a good Christmas. You're going to have a good Christmas. I'm going to be a blessing to you. And so you know what he did? He sent me a list of what he wanted. That little boy was operating in faith. Listen, I said, oh, you operating in faith? So he sends me his list. I mean, with the picture, with the coat on, everything, the picture of the shoe. He sent me the link. You know how they do that grandmothers. Send me the link, which she might be, may not be able to get to. So I'm going to send her the link. So he sends me the link. He acted in faith 
Okay. So that, that, that really was just doing my heart so glad. And I'm like, Lord, this boy gonna make me gone and give him a lot of gifts because I was just so godly proud to see, you know, him acting in faith. Then you know what else he sent me? I said, if you get a good report card, if you get good grades, I'ma bless you. So he sent me, do you know he sent me his report card and he had all A's on it. And see, that's what you got to do with God. You got to just tell him, Lord, listen, I'm doing all I can to live for you. Not to just get your blessings, but I just want to stay close to you. So I said, you're going to get a reward, Jacob. So to make a long story short, when I saw that list that he laid out by faith, <laughs> this little boy, he sends me this list and I said, I got to give him a good reward because he got good grades. I said that I gave you that story because I want you to realize this. My brothers and my sisters, that the last semester, this, the day that we're living in is let us just look at it as the last semester is over. The 2022 is over and 2023 is about to come. We're heading to the end of the year. So my question to you is, my question to you is, what is your grade? I'm just curious, what grade did you get? What grade did you get? What was your grade in evangelism? How many people did you invite and help lead them to Christ? What was your grade in stewardship? Mm -hmm. What was your grade in loving and spreading love and unity and giving hope to the hopeless? What, 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 what? How was your giving last year? Uh-oh, uh-oh. How was your giving last year? Were you faithful? And what God, when God blessed you, did you tell him thank you? Were you faithful? Were you faithful to service? Were you faithful to Bible study? Oh my goodness. See, y'all on here now, but now the church is open. Are you coming to Bible study? Are you coming to, to, to church to get the word of God? Did you work? in the kingdom of Christ. That's my question to you. Were you graded a good grade working in the kingdom of Christ to glorify God? Did you make that a priority? How was your attendance? Uh-oh, that's another one. Oh, Lord, Lord help us. You need to put it in the comment chat. God help me. How was your attendance? Was it too cold for you to come to church? Lord, help us today. Was it, was it, was it the problem that kept you from coming to the house of God? The Bible says, forsake not yourself, the, forsake not your assemblies of yourself. In, the, in other words, bring your hips to church. Okay, so um, wh how was your attendance? How many days did you take off? 
God help us. How many weekends did you wake up and said, I'll just watch online. Church is open now. I don't know what you got. I'm not here to judge anybody. I don't know what kind of grade you got. I'm not here to judge anyone. Because as a matter of fact, we all can do better. We all can do better. We can do better. We can do better. We should never get to a point where we don't make more room for God. When we let God know that I'm going to make some space for you. I'm going to make room for you. I'm going to. You are the reason that I'm here. Listen, the season that we're in now, you need to say you're the reason for the season. So I am going to make some sacrifices to prove to you that how important you are in my life. You are the reason why I'm going to get up and go to church. You're the reason that why I'm going to uh, uh, just just. Prepare myself in the ways of making you please with me as a child of God. I want to be pleasing. You ought to want to be pleasing to the eyes of God. So my question to you, did you get A's and B's when it comes down to dotting your I's spiritually and crossing your T's spiritually? You know what I mean. And if you really be honest, some of you really got some D's. Because y'all didn't come to church. You know you didn't do some things that you should have. I'm just causing y'all to think. I just want you to think of how this new year coming in, you need to be getting. How many times have you broken New Year's resolutions? Lord, with, with, how many diets have you said you, you was going to be on? How many uh, waste, weight loss programs have you broken? <laughs> I'm going to fess up. I'm one of them. But this is a point right now that I want you to get into the place. Get your mind in place. Get it. Get focused. Get focused right now. Start now. Don't start at the beginning of the year when it comes in because the Lord may not get you to that place. Listen. You better be ready. But in the meantime, you better thank God for life now and get it right with God right now. That's important. So how was your grade? One area I know you probably got a low grade in is sometimes. Um, or I think that is some of y'all prayer life. Now, this is part two. We talked about prioritizing prayer, but now we're going to talk about the principles of prayer. So put it in the comment, the principles of prayer. God looks at all of us and says we can stand some improving in our prayer life. You agree? I can stand some improving. I pray every day. I pray every day. Listen, how many of you are on my prayer line with me? Did y'all know I had a prayer line? Yes, on Wednesdays and Thursdays, Greater Emmanuel have prayer line at 12 on Wednesdays and Thursdays. And I'm on, I'm on Wednesdays. And listen, I'm praying every week. 
So we all can have some improvement in our prayer life. With all of what's going on in life, we all need to be real with ourselves and make a commitment to have a better prayer life at the beginning of this year. Listen, start now. Don't start when the year comes in, but start now. Trust and believe that the more you pray, the better your life will be. The more you pray, I promise you, I am not going by what nobody told me. I'm going by what I experienced. The more you pray, the better your life will be. I can't promise you, listen at this, I can't promise you that you won't be sick. Mm. But I can reassure you that prayer will hold you together in your sickness. But I'm going to declare right now that you won't be sick. But you know, you may have a little cold or something. And then them little colds may turn into this thing. I don't even want to call it. But listen, because the enemy is going to come in to, to, to distract you and keep you from getting to the place in God where you need to be and using the tool and the principles of prayer to keep you in the position so God can be pleased with you. Mm. I can't reassure you. Listen, I can't promise you that it won't be any trouble in your life, but I can guarantee you that prayer will keep you from being troubled while you're in trouble. Do you believe that? I know that is the truth. Some of you all have a testimony right now. They get God in the midst of trouble, just like the Hebrew boys was in the fiery furnace. He was in there with him. God's going to be in it with you. Listen, put it in the comment chat. I decree and I declare right now that whatever trouble you're going through, God is in there with you. So that's why you got to make sure that you hold fast to one of these principles. And that is making sure that your prayer is in place. Your prayer is in place. I can't promise you that you won't have any enemies, but I can promise you that prayer. Mm, oh, yes, I will let you listen. Prayer will let you lay your, high, your head down mm, so that you can fret not yourself because of the evildoers or the player haters, as Dr. Cole say. Because when you pray, prayer will always make your life better. Put it in the comments. It'll make. See, sometimes you have to, when we say put it in the comments, we're not just saying for you to type. We're not just saying that. But we want you to make it applicable. Put it uh, in, in, make it active, activate it, activate your faith by putting it in action, put it in an action. Just, just put it in the comments and say my life is going to be better because I am going to embrace the principles of prayer. That's why we can testify that prayer changes things. So let me go up to the scripture, the scripture in 1625 Acts 16, 25, it says the crowd joined in the attacks against Paul and Silas. So the authorities ordered that they be stripped of their clothes and beaten with rods. 
When Paul and Silas had been severely beaten, the authorities threw them into the prison and ordered the jailer to secure them with great care. When he received these instructions, he threw them into the innermost cell and secured their feet in stocks. Around midnight, somebody say around midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God and to the other prisoners, and they were listening. The other prisoners were listening. Listen, I want to tell you, saints of God, you got to make sure here we find in this scripture, we need to, uh, let's just take Paul and Silas for example. They were committed to pray no matter what. No matter what, they were committed. If you know that prayer changes things, that means prayer can change your surroundings. That's one thing that I realized that I loved in this, in this story is that while they were locked up, they were in a place where the, the whole uh, um, place where they were, the city, the, the area where they were, they were, um, it was against the law for you, for you to even promote Christ or God. It was, it was just against the law. But they came boldly in prison while they got chains on them. Lord have mercy. That's why some of y'all can testify. Some of y'all changed up, y'all so chained up right now. But yet you aren't, you watching Bible study. That's a blessing right there. Because you're saying to yourself and you're saying to this, the enemy, I'm going to be chained for Christ no matter what, because I know that God going to loose these. Eventually, God is going to loose these chains because of the faith that we live daily. We got to live. We walk by sight. We, we live by faith and walk not by sight. Come on now. You have to know and apply that word. We live by faith. Yes, we do. Let me reassure you that when you kneel before God, prayer will change things in your atmosphere. And this is what happened with Paul and Silas. They were in jail. And what happened was God knew how to uh, go where they were. They weren't able to go to the house of God because they were in prison. But God, oh, he came to their rescue because they actually made a sanctuary in the prison. How many times do you make a sanctuary in the midst of what you're going through? Do you make a sanctuary while you're in the furnace? You say, well, how in the world do I make a sanctuary? That's because you're bringing God to you. You're saying, God, here I am, even in the midst of it. I'm still going to acknowledge that you are a deliverer. I'm still going to acknowledge that you are a saver. I'm still going to acknowledge that you are a healer, even with these chains on me. Prayer will change the, the, the prognosis of the bad diagnosis. Oh, look, Ooh, I just said something. And I'm acting like I really said something. But, but I know God can do it because he did it for me. Oh, thank you, God. Let me tell you, let me give you a short story. Listen, when I'm thinking about 
how prayer can change the prognosis of a bad diagnosis. You know, I have, y'all know about my miracle. I am a walking miracle because just to give you a, an idea of how you can have your prayers stored up, that's so important that this is what I'm talking about. This is part of the principles of prayer, having your prayer stored up which means just like you store up the uh, summer clothes, you store up your winter clothes, you got to do the same in your spiritual life. You have to store up them prayers for such a time when you cannot praise God. Because you're going to be so troubled in your spirit because that's when the enemy knows. Mm. He knows that God has something in store for you, but you got to learn how to store them up. So my story is, is that I prayed one day and I said, Lord, I, I made him a priority, by the way. I made God a priority. Not that I didn't or I didn't. I did, wasn't making him priority, but I was making sure that I was getting in good standard with God. I was just complacent, but I wanted to make sure I wanted to go further in God. That was part of my priority. Then I put the principle in place by saying, God, I'm trusting you in the midst of whatever I need to do. That principle, part of that principle was making it applicable by saying, God, I, I'm in a place of, of stagnation, so I need you to take me further. Not knowing, you remember the mothers used to say, be careful what you pray for. Not knowing, I was saying, Lord, I want to go higher in you. Not knowing how he was going to take me higher. Well, when I was in that place of saying, Lord, take me higher, I didn't know that he was going to use sickness. Mm, glory to God. I didn't know that he was going to put me a place, put me in a place where I can't pray anymore. But at that moment when I was praying, listen at what I'm saying is that I was storing up for such a time when I couldn't praise God. Ooh, glory to God. I was storing up that prayer because he was going to put me in a position where my mouth was going to be closed. Mm. He was going to put me in a position where I won't be able to get down on my knees because I was under tubes. I, I was just under. I was in a coma and I couldn't pray for myself. But listen, you rest assured that when you have stored up prayers, God is going to say, oh, she didn't already pray. So I got to answer her prayer because she didn't already prayed it. Listen, keep them prayers stored up. That's part of the principles of prayer for such a time when you can't praise them, for such a time when trouble come in your way, for such a time when the enemy comes in like a flood, your stored up prayers is going to hallelujah, allow God to lift up the standard on your behalf. That's part of putting those principles of prayer in place. Prayer mm, will give you the strength to say no to some stuff you used to say. Oh, I thank God for my miracle. I'm sorry I didn't went back to that because I'm having a thought process. Ooh, glory to God. I need y'all to just put some claps, some hand claps in your, in the comment. Come on, put it in the comment. Listen, this is a time of worship and praise right now. This is a time of worship and praise. Oh, 
because God is so amazing. God is so amazing. Okay, I got I got to hurry up. I got I just I got stuck on my testimony, so I had to go into a worship then. Okay. I had to put a praise on that one because listen, those stored up prayers are important. Listen, go with me to Luke right quick, right quick. Luke 18, and it says, and he spake a par parable unto them uh, to, to them, this end, say men ought to always pray and not faint. You got to be obedient. Listen, you need to pray. Another principle that you need to put in place and make applicable is having a passion for God, having a passion to pray, having a passion to pray. If it's not a passion, then it, 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 you're not going to have much of a prayer life. Let me just be honest with you. You're not going to have a, uh, much of a prayer. Listen, I get in my car. I'm talking to God. I walk through the malls. I'm talking to God. It's so important that you have such a passion until you take the Lord, as the mothers used to say, take the Lord along with you everywhere you go. Listen, I know now. Mothers used to say, keep living. You're going to realize that you're going to need God every minute of the day. So you have to establish a daily routine of prayer. That's one of the principles. Establish a daily routine of prayer. What is your daily routine? Sometimes your emotions will make you feel like mm, not getting up. Our emotions can get in the way. Lord have mercy. How many times you got phone calls and somebody told you bad news? Messed up your emotions. Lord, why did I answer that phone? Why did I read that text? Messed up my emotions. Mm. Sometimes your emotions can get in your way of getting up coming to church on Sunday morning. But I recognize sometimes I don't feel like it. Sometimes I don't. Can I just be real with you? Sometimes I get off the plane, listen, and my emotions will tell me, oh, you don't have to go. No, you're not going. I'm not going to let you. That's, what, that's what's wrong with us. We let our emotions distract us from our blessing. We let our emotions get in the way because I recognize that when I get off that plane and come to church, the Sunday morning attendance, mm, I got to start Saturday night and get my mind together. Your Sunday morning attendance is your Saturday night decision. Get ready on Saturday night. How about that? That'll help you. That'll help you. And when I develop a healthy and holy habit, it becomes an anchor that helps me be grounded. That's why we're here, there, and everywhere, and we off track and off this and can't get up. I can't do this. I, uh, because you're not anchored in the Lord. So you got to stay anchored. That's part of one of the principles of prayer. Stay anchored in the Lord, meaning you pray and say, Lord, I, I, I want to stay grounded. I have, to, I have to have the Lord's help to keep me grounded. I, I, I have to ground my life in the daily discipline to follow Jesus. The supernatural habits that you must employ to live a life that honors God are not habits that generate out of carnality. Not out of the counter mind, but instead of a spiritual mindset. Ah, oh, what does the scripture say? Be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Make sure 
that you are not driven by your emotions. Acts 17 says, pray without ceasing, pray constantly, pray without dis discounting mm, prayer. Give thanks to everything. Some people stop praying after as soon as they get their blessing, they go on about their business. That's so disrespectful. So you just, just out of order, you just out of control. How you just gonna take all God's blessing and not just be, give him a consistent, a consistent prayer life, a committed life. One, what? Just out of control. So I'm just admonishing you today to make sure you put these principles of prayer in your life. Apply them. One of the most attributes, important attributes I want you to focus on today is to discipline is the discipline of ordinary communication with God. I want you to keep that in your spirit. Write it down. The most important attributes to stay focused, the discipline of ordinary communication with God. That's so important. When you look at it in Acts during another event, signs and wonders and miracles was breaking out all around them. People are selling everything that they have and laying it on the apostles' feet. This is the actual moment of what all creation have been waiting for. Listen, God's spirit didn't just rest on people for a limited of time for activity. Just when you need him, we have gifts and callings. And do we recognize that these gifts come from God? But instead, the spirit of God will take residence in our hearts by faith. That's why you got to keep these principles in mind and in your heart so that God can take residence. Stay on your knees. Stay focused on the communication with God. Stay there. I promise you. At the end of the day, and I'm not just saying it because it's a, it's, a, it's a saying. I'm not just saying it. But at the end of the day, listen, and while you commanding your day and then putting the disciplinary actions in place, making sure you the, the, the right disciplinary actions, discipline of spiritual ordinary communication with God is important. That's what Peter and John did. Mm, they go up to the temple and they're praying. So what's so important? What makes it important? And remember this, that in order to fuel advancement of God's kingdom, don't always expect a reward because you got down on your knees and pray. Don't always expect just because, oh, I, I sang in the choir today. Oh, I worked this today. Oh, oh. Don't always expect, say, Lord, you know what? I just, I just, if you don't, if you don't give me another thing, just know that I just, my importance to you, my priority to you is to be grounded, have a grounded prayer life and to be wrapped up and anchored in the Lord. That is so important. I want you to take that and know that, listen, 
I got so much to say, and I'm running out of time. I'm, I'm running out of time. One more thing that I, that I, I just have to share with you is that a lot of times, you know, in, in, when you think of the effectual, fervent prayer of the righteous, listen, don't you know that that scripture is saying that you are not limited to, um, um, you're, you're not limited to God's storehouse. If you're amongst the righteous, you gonna, your prayers are going to bring some things in place for you. The song says, somebody prayed for me and had me. You better thank God somebody prayed for you, so you ought to pray for somebody else. Stop praying all these selfish prayers. Pray for somebody else. I promise you that God will replenish back when you plant a seed into somebody else's life by praying. It will be replenished back into your life. I hope that that blesses you. I had so much to say and hopefully maybe later on um, this rest of this word I will be able to share it with you. God bless you. Please know that the principles of prayer are, are vital in our lives in this day and time in these lasting evil days. Stay close to God and the only way you can stay close to God is making sure the principles are put in place. God bless you. I hope that word was nourishment to you. I hope that word bless you today because it's so important that we stay close to God because we cannot do without God, right? Right? We, we, we cannot. We just cannot do without God. So when I think about, you know, uh, Paul and Silas when they were locked in jail, listen, the earth started shaking. They prayed so until, listen, the Lord, ooh, glory to God, will shake your ground. The very ground. Listen, if they give you problems on your job, pray. I promise you, he's going to shake that office. And they ain't going to know what's happening to them. I'm talking about how the powerful principle prayers. Okay? The powerful principle. So this is what I want you to do. I hope that word have just really blessed you and you will take it and feast off of it, feast off of it. So now this is the time of, of, of uh, giving. And of course, we are continuing to apply this word in our lives. Of course, we're continuing, even in our giving, we're going to apply the word. When I think about um, Paul and Silas, they had a midnight praise. So this is what I want you to do. I want you to plant a midnight praise seed. How about that? Okay, I'm going to plant my seed. I'm giving my seed because I know it's some things. Listen, put a seed on it. Whatever you want God to do, plant into good soil. Put a seed on it. Put a seed on it. Midnight praise seed becomes a seed of consciousness, not need conscious but seed conscious. Every time God is giving you an opportunity to give, that's a blessing. He's giving you an opportunity to prosper. Scripture says, beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in good health. Come on, do it right now. These are the ways of giving, the PayPal, at geikojic.org. You can go to Givelify and search for Greater Emmanuel Institutional Church of God in Christ. You, it's so many ways of giving. You have no excuse. Come on, plant a seed in this word to better your life. We have Cash App. 
Go to G-E-I, dollar sign, G-E-I, Kojic, one, and then text to give. Text any amount to 28950. Put a seed on it. Put a midnight praise seed on that because while you in your darkest hour, this seed is in the soil working for you. Listen, that blessed me. That seed that you planting right now. God has it in the soil working for you. You're going to look up and things going to be just, just flourishing. You know how them flowers be blooming in the yard. No matter what season, hallelujah, there's some flowers that the fly, there's some flowers, certain flowers that come out in whatever season. It, they just still bloom. That's what God's going to do with you. He's going to let you bloom and blossom. Even in the night season, in the season when it's cold. Listen, because you have planted that seed into good soil. Yes, and he's going to have that seed working for you while you're working for him on your knees, applying the principles of prayer. God bless you. I hope that you have enjoyed this word. Let me pray over that seed. God, we thank you because we receive it and expect it right now that you are a miracle working God. You are a great deliverer. God, you are a great deliverer. And I pray right now, God, that you will take the seed and let it multiply into any area of their life. And God, we thank you in advance in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. I am looking forward to your great future because of the word that's implanted inside of you. God bless you. I enjoyed this time with you. Give me an air hug. Y'all ain't giving me no air hug. Give me an air hug. I love y'all so much. Cameraman giving me air hug. I love you. Oh, God bless you. I enjoyed this time with you. Listen, remember, prioritize the prayer and make sure the principles of prayer are in place. God bless you. Take that word and feast off of it. Looking forward to your great future. God bless you. Bye-bye. As we are a church driven by the cross, we seek to provide the tools you need to stay the course. So add our Gregory Manual podcast on Apple and Spotify, filled with your favorite Sunday sermons and midweek motivations. Follow our bishop, first lady, and church on all social media platforms to stay connected and to see what's happening.